Welcome to Mormon Book Reviews, where an evangelical encounters the restoration. I'm your host, Stephen Peinecker, and I am having a very, very difficult time taping this, literally like five or six times now. Every time I try to tape it, something happens. I did one complete one, which I thought was fine, and I started thinking about it, and I didn't like the way it came across. So I am really having a hard time taping this Tuesday tangent for whatever reason. I don't know. Am I not supposed to? I have no idea. This is really weird, folks. But I'm going to try. I'm going to plow through and try to have this conversation. I want to talk about Tim Ballard. But before we do that, I kind of want to do like a little channel update, comings and goings on here at Mormon Book Reviews, update you on a few things. And then I want to address Tim Ballard's situation because I am talking to people very close to him. And I want to uh, just update you on this whole situation but before we go there, let me just say a few things. Um, this month's book giveaway, book drawing, is The Burning Book, uh, a Jewish mem uh, Mormon memoir written by Jason Olson. It's a really good book. I posted my interview with him about this book a little over a month ago, and it's, it's closing in on 35,000 views. It's a pretty remarkable thing. So they are very kind to send me an extra copy to give away to my audience. By the way, I do plan on doing a Tuesday Tangent, where I do a series of book drawings. I am a few months behind on that. And I apologize for the inconvenience. I've just been super busy, like traveling to things like the John Whitmer Historical Association, as well as Sunstone and MHA. John Whitmer Historical Association is affiliated with the Community of Christ. It's their historical association. And I was uh, honored to be invited to give a presentation at this conference. And it was actually the idea by Matt Harris, who said, well, you, all, you, all, you guys talk to all these different groups. Uh, why don't you have um, your podcast? You know, like, so basically what we did was uh, so you had Rick Bennett of uh, Gospel Tangents, David Boyce of 52 Churches in 52 Weeks, and myself give a presentation about our different encounters with different restorationist groups. And it was really interesting. And it might be turned into a paper. Dr. Kyle Bashirs has offered to possibly do that. So who knows, I might get published, which is crazy. I'm just some layperson giving presentations at historical conferences and now might get published. That's kind of cool. Um, I just want to touch base on a couple um, interviews that I did recently, getting lot, lots of great feedback for my Richard Bushman interview. People are loving it. I just want to let everybody know that he's coming back on along with Claudia, his wife, and uh, we're going to do an interview about their legacy in the Mormon studies community and uh, kind of look back because they're both in our 90s. And folks, we we need to talk to him because we don't know how much longer we'll be able to. Now, one of the uh, highest compliments he paid me on my interview with him was on tape, on film, said, as I was describing certain things to him, he goes and says, Steve, I wish I had consulted you for my book. Wow, pretty high praise. That was his uh, Joseph Smith and the Gold Plates book, by the way, which just came out recently. Also been getting great responses from my uh, interview with ne Nehemia, uh, Dr. Nehemia Gordon, which is he's at the top flight um, Hebrew scholar. And uh, we're going to be doing some projects together. Um, I was aware of him. Uh, I've watched some of his stuff in the past. My neighbor sent me a link to his stuff because he's actually pretty popular in my Christian community I live in here. Man, he had interviewed Dan Vogel. And so ne Nehemiah, or Nehemiah as we call him, has a YouTube channel called Nehemiah's Wall. And he's got like 35, 40,000 subscribers. And I saw it and I thought, well, I'm going to email. And he got back to me right away. Well, turns out he watched my interviews with Dan Vogel. And that was one of the inspirations for him to have Dan Vogel on his program. So I thought that was really cool. Getting great responses on that. Watch for more projects with that. Um, let's see. Oh, and I'm, I'm not going to be doing any more traveling this month uh, for the rest of the year. So I want to save up some money for traveling next year. I also wanted to point out this wonderful 
uh, set of books that I, this this whole set, these blue books here, they're part of the annotated edition series of like the Book of Mormon, the New Testament, Book of Jasher, Isaiah. This is just off hot off the presses, the five books of Moses. And this was uh, the, actually, I'm one of the first people in the country to get this because this just arrived. But uh, David Hawking, who's the editor of this series, this annotated edition, um, he sent me this copy. And so I got the complete set and I'm going to be interviewing him soon. So it's really cool to get um, something gifted like that to me. Also, I have been having some kind of antagonism with some Christians online who have been attacking me and even questioning whether I'm truly a Christian or that I'm in league with the church or perhaps even being working for the church. Um, I'm just going to say I forgive you guys. Uh, you are spreading lies about me. Uh, you are bearing false witness. Um, stop it and grow up. I don't think you understand what I'm doing. Um, but either way. So this, okay, I don't know why I've been having a very difficult time filming this. It's now 5.43 p.m. here on the Eastern Time Zone. I literally have to have this posted at 6. I have made five attempts to tape this, and it's crazy. So I just wanted to tell you, Tim Ballard, a very close friend to Tim Ballard, and I had a conversation today. And this person wanted to, I just, I've been talking to all the different camps, right? So, and there are good friends of mine who believe that Tim is a sexual predator and that, that all these kind of things. And I also have friends of mine who uh, are friends with Tim and uh, still are defending him. Um, I want to point out that this person, and, and just so you know, the reason why I'm even talking about Tim Ballard is because he's huge in the evangelical world. I mean, I see bumper stickers dealing with his stuff on cars here at the community I live in. Um, he's an evangelical folk hero, which I've brought up in previous episodes. But um, Tim's friend, he's close to him. Um, he's just speaking for himself. Uh, but we talked earlier today, and he had mentioned to me that he believes that Tim looks like he has been excommunicated. So there's a lot of people out there speculating that he wasn't. But he's he's conceding he thinks that he was, and and there seems to be a lot of evidence that's building on this. I also want to say that these allegations against him are very seriously are very serious, and I take them very serious as well. So I don't want to downplay that at all. Um, and this person even concedes: Is it possible that? you know, uh, Tim could have stumbled, uh, in, in this area. Um, it's entirely plausible, but he did tell me he, this person has spent a lot of time with Tim. He's a very close friend to him and he wanted to clear the air on a few things. First of all, um, the, there's this, uh, thing about the whole, cause I brought this up to a few faithful, uh, members of the church, Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints. And one of their biggest concerns is him consulting a, a psychic to channel Nephi to, to work, help with the operation under underground railroad. The person wanted to clear this, and you tell me what you think about this. Uh, but this this individual told me that um, Tim did not consult a psychic. This was actually a person who consults with the CIA or other psyops operations, um, and they are a remote viewer. And they actually, this person has worked for the government to do remote viewing for the government. And Tim employed this person. I'm assuming he may even have connections through whatever CIA or whatever you know groups he was affiliated with that somehow was doing this. Now I do know that. The government has in the past uh, done remote, ha has employed remote viewers. Uh, if you watch the movie or the book, The Men Who Stare at Goats, it talks about that, which is kind of interesting. So if that's the case, this person says, look, um, you know, th th they think this person passes mustard with the CIA or whatever organization affiliated with, it would have passed mustard for Tim. So that's just something this person wanted to put out there. And it's also this person said that, and by the way, Steve, th they did not consult Nephi from the from the Book of Mormon and said that that there was a profound spiritual experience that 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 Tim had 
but um, it's for him, this according to my friend, it's too sacred for Tim to talk about. So that's why Tim hasn't cleared the air on the psychic uh, Nephi situation, which is, you know, sounds kind of weird. And also for many people like Michael Shermer of Skeptics Magazine who have had on my program, they would say that remote viewers are just as legitimate as, or illegitimate, if you will, as a psychic. So I know that many skeptics wouldn't necessarily, that wouldn't hold much water for them. Um, I also just find it really interesting, the this the whole dynamic of the um, the political situation, of course, with the Senate run. Uh, you know, according to what's going around a week from today, Tim is supposed to announce his candidacy for the U.S. Senate. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but it's just an interesting thing where we're seeing a lot of the the politics play out here, too, amongst many progressive uh, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, as well as um, uh, people in the ex-Mormon community. There seems to be alliances, that political alliances that have been formed, which I find to be an interesting uh, development because there's often been a lot of animosity between the ex-Mormon community and the progressive wing of the church. And it seems like they seem to all be united in their, uh, uh, their dislike of Tim Ballard, which I find to be an interesting uh, development in that world as well. Uh, I said some other things on my other video, but I was like, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to go there. It's, it's, that's, I think that's the reason why I've been having trouble filming this. I think I maybe came with this with the wrong spirit, but I feel like um, I, the main thing I want to do here is just say this. Uh, Tim Ballard, I don't know if you know who I am, but I'm basically the only neutral Mormon podcaster, even though I'm not a Mormon, I'm an evangelical Christian. And I just wanted to invite you, if you wanted to come on my program, um, to to tell your side, you're welcome to. Now, I've watched a lot of the stuff, you know, that RFM and Kara's uh, uh, putting out. And then John DeLynn, of course, has been on top of this for a long time, as well as, you know, of course, uh, Rebecca and Landon over at Mormonish. Uh, I've been kind of keeping tabs. I'm not watching everything. Uh, but I, I, I just wanted to offer to Tim, if he wants to come on this program and address all these accusations. Um, and again, I just want to make it clear. These allegations against him are very serious, and I take them very serious as well. And I, I do also want to clarify here, too, that if I do have Tim Ballard on um, or people who want to come on to defend him who are close or in his orbit, um, I'll, I'll give you I'll, I'll, I'll let you come on and give your side. But that but I may also have critics come on too to respond. But this is the only neutral place, uh, safe space. Now, some people have criticized me saying you shouldn't give him a platform. Um, and my whole point is, is, well, one, he already has a platform, his his own. Um, if he wanted to go on Joe Rogan tomorrow, he certainly could, right? So this isn't anything. I'm not offering him a – giving him a platform. He already has it. But I want to give him a place that he can come and talk and also add, answer the tough questions too. But I'm not going to be doing this in a gotcha way. I literally want Tim to be able to tell his side of the story. And I also want to hear, also want to hear from other people. I've invited people close to him just so you know, I put feelers out. I'm in touch uh, indirectly, in touch with his people, but the person I'm talking to is not hearing back from them. So they they seem to be deliberate and not trying. They're quiet. But Tim, if you're if you want to come on, you're invited to come on my program to give your side. I know I'm not a huge channel or anything like that, but I'm in that in part of the conversation. And uh, you know, there's a lot of serious allegations that have been thrown out your way. And one of the main reasons I haven't jumped on this whole thing is because I know a lot of people who do vouch for you, who are close to you. Um, I've heard, I've known about you for a very, very long time. I've been probably following you for 10 plus years. 
And I, I, I do feel like there's some, some things throughout the years that I've heard or seen that kind of were like red flags for me. But I've also then taken these concerns to other people and they vouch for, for you, Tim. And so I, I have to take, yes, all the information that's out there that I'm hearing, I have to weigh that. But then I also want to, I, I am talking to people that are close to Tim and I have to take into account what they're saying because these are people who actually know Tim and are very close to him. And so I want to be fair with that. So I've been neutral on this whole thing. And so I just want to say, Tim, if you want to come on, you're welcome to. And and I understand why people might be critical of me having him on uh, for a variety of reasons. But and I get that. But I just feel like I don't want to make this about, you know, uh, getting a bunch of views or anything like that. I just want to that if somebody want, if Tim wants to come on to talk and give his side, he's welcome to. Um, so you're invited, Tim Ballard. Um, we'll see. I don't know. This has been a really, really weird day. Like really strange. Like I, I don't know why. This is like my fifth or sixth time. I'm probably gonna have to release this video late just because there were just so many hitches. I do feel like now I feel okay now with this one. So I think this is the one that I'm going to be releasing. And you tell me, audience, what do you think? What do you think of the whole Tim Ballard situation? You know, I hear from a lot of faithful people who are say that it's not true, that he wasn't excommunicated. Um, it seems to me people close to him, close enough to know believe that he was excommunicated but also they're trying to clear the air saying you know well this whole nephi psychic thing i've also heard that they're some of the former employees that are saying stuff about uh, tim some of their stories aren't adding up so i don't know that's just another thing but again i'm just trying to be neutral here i'm very curious to get to the bottom of this you know this is more than obviously more than just a book review program it's never been just a book review program almost from the beginning it's been a place where we have a lot of different conversations from a lot of people from a lot of different perspectives and i want to just keep it that way and um man you know and this is the whole thing too you know i i'm wearing this jesus shirt for a reason because i think it's also important that we kind of remember for those of us who are believers um you know we need to put jesus at the center of our endeavors as well and not maybe get caught up in all this, a lot of these things too. But those of you who aren't believers, who don't believe in God, hey, I respect where you're coming from as well, because I was an atheist for a very long time. And so I understand your perspective too. But this is the key thing. It really doesn't matter what you, if you believe in God or not. You know, the, what really matters is the truth. And that's what we want to get down to. And if there are people who feel that there are, there are things that are untruthful that are being said about Tim, um, you know, if you're, if you're closely attached to Tim, uh, maybe I'll have you on. I don't know. Uh, I also want to open the door there that critics could also come on this program too. People who might want to respond to Tim are also welcome to come on this program too. So don't forget the merch store, mormonbookreviews.com. Um, we've got, oh yeah, we got, uh, hot chocolate mugs. We got mouse pads, uh, a lot of different cool things like this hat. And you can go to our website, mormonbookreviews.com to check out this the the merch store for the channel also don't forget that for those of you who like to financially support the channel on patreon uh, venmo as well as paypal we'll have links in the description there so this video is going to be released a little late today folks for whatever reason i i i was prevented from doing the others and the first one i taped at first i thought i liked but then i i realized no i don't think i like that one so it's just kind of been one of those weird days this one seemed to go without a hitch i think i don't know you tell me um, I want to tell you, I really do all appreciate all of you. I've got some great interviews lined up. We are working on so many different things. Folks, behind the scenes, it's incredible the things that are happening and the people that I'm talking to 
and even news stories that we'll be developing down the road as well. It is a very exciting time here at Mormon Book Reviews. I really do appreciate all those all of you who have been supporting me, both financially, for those of you who are subscribers to my channel. I really do appreciate the channel's doing really, really well, continues to grow. We're about we're closing in on six thousand subscribers. I hope to be at ten thousand subscribers by sometime uh by next year. Um we're gonna be at a million views probably by the end by the end of the year as well. So very exciting times. And let's just uh, remember, you know, uh, we all are fellow image bearers. And that was one of the first, one of the things that God told me early on. So even though if you don't like Tim or you do like Tim, he is an image bearer. And we also have to remember that he does have a family. He has a wife and he has children. And they are also um, kind of casualties of this as well. Whether these are unfair attacks or Tim did it to himself, right? Maybe he did. Either way, we do have to recognize that there are family members and, and, and that his wife and children, let's keep them in their prayers too, you know, because I just feel really bad for them being kind of victims in this whole thing as well. Um, and just remember the most important thing is this. Remember, all the voices of the restoration will be heard here on Mormon Book Reviews.